notification that we're live yet, but I definitely put it that we're streaming. Uh, let's see. Oh, I guess we're... Uh, let's see. Yeah, sorry guys, it seems to be a little bit of a delay. Uh, just working through this. You got a live feed yeah. on my screen. Yeah, no, I can see it now. Just for whatever, for some reason lately, it's, I don't know. There's a little bit of a delay in it. Okay, but here we go, guys. It looks like we're ready to get this party started. What's going on, guys? And welcome to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. This is show number 207. Wow. Thanks for joining us tonight. As I know, all my friends in the U.S. are winding down from from their Thanksgiving festivities, all the meals, celebrations, whatever it may be. If any, but if sorry, you know I'm a big turkey fan and whatnot. So if anybody has some extra stuffing, leftovers, turkey, hey, send it my way. All right, I'll hog it all. Anyways, this is Invader, and it's great to have you all here with us. We've got a bunch of good stuff to talk about tonight. Apparently, the Xbox Series X is killing it this weekend in sales. We'll get into that and all the Black Friday deals. Also, Halo Infinite has officially gone gold, so we'll talk some Halo, some good and some bad, more good probably, as well, some more stuff. There's all kinds of stuff to talk about. However, first, let me introduce everyone on the panel tonight, starting with Tim. Hey, Tim Dog, buddy, how you doing? Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm back again this week. Sorry about last week. Got caught up. Uh, as you guys know, sometimes I'm busy on some t- Sundays, but we got a lot to talk about. Xbox fans should be happy. Definitely should be tuning into this show. Give you some insight and give you some uh, good stuff to uh, take home. So uh, hopefully we uh, get somebody too that's coming down. Possibly I'm not gonna say it because you might not. Uh, it's just somebody in the community that we uh, all like. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. We got a lot to talk about. A lot to catch up. Agreed, buddy. Agreed. Uh, moving on down this general MLD, bud. Hey, how's the weekend been? Hey, uh, good to be here. Had a pretty good weekend. Bouncing back between Halo, Forza, some backlog games like Saints Row One. So yeah, lot. Uh, we we are spoiled for choice these days, I gotta say. But uh, even more spoiled for news to talk about as well. Cannot wait to get into it. Should be good. No doubt. I bet you have lots to say, my friend. Uh, moving on down the list here, Centurion. Hey, how how's things at your end? Things are going great, man. It's been a... I actually got a couple days off from work, got some games in, definitely having a blast recovering from all the food. Uh, even though it was just me and my wife, she cooked like we were having 20 people come over. <laughs> nice. Uh, but, man... Uh, Went out into the world and watched all the crazy people try to go shopping and do... Cr- oh, my gosh, man. You definitely know it's the holidays because people have lost their minds out there. No doubt. That's why I kind of prefer to do the online stuff nowadays. You know, when there's all those kinds of sales, whatever it be, Black Friday or here in Canada, Boxing Day sales. Like, I don't know, man. I just try to avoid, like, any of the big lines or, you know... I, I, all the crowds, etc. I just, I don't know. It's a little too much at times. But this year was a little different. They actually put a lot of stuff on sale, like Sunday, Monday, and we're trying to do a, a majority of the um, big retailers out here. We're trying to 
kind of thin the herd a little bit by getting every that people are just one of these general purchases to come out and just buy uh just a couple things here and there the only ones that are really a holdout for black friday were kind of like walmart oh interesting good to know hmm. maybe they'll have some deals down uh some better deals down uh the road you never know but uh moving on down the list eric shockley buddy hey buddy you set up and ready to go Yep, I've just been playing a lot of... been trying to get as far as I can with the... uh forget what it's called, the uh, event in Halo right now where you're having to play uh, Fiesta. Oh, the Tenrai? <laughs> to get that Tenrai armor. The Tenrai or whatever? Yeah, the Tenrai. Um, I've been just trying to get... Yeah, at first, I wasn't sure like what challenges, but then I noticed like when you look at the little icon, it's like really small. Like, oh, okay, I need to get those challenges completed. Um, but yeah, hopefully, because it doesn't look like it looks like they're doing like a challenge pretty much like once every month. Um, at least for the next, you can see where they're going to do it January and February. So I hope they're going to do it for this whole season, like at least one week each month. So I might be able to get that like the the armor with the uh the like devil horns. They looked pretty sweet, but uh, because it's. I got I got that first armor set, so I was happy I didn't like lose the chance of getting that before Monday or Tuesday when it resets. Uh, rocking the uh, what they call it, uh, the uh, Pepsi uh, Samurai <laughs> color uh, right now because uh, it's weird how they do the colors where you can only apply certain colors to certain armor. I see that that's definitely kind of a drawback. Like there's only certain sets. I get it with the armor because. Obviously, the samurai armor matching that with like regular Mark IV armor would look really weird. Um, but other than that, some of the complaints of like people look all looking the same. Some of that's by choice because I go into a room and everybody like has this like armor that looks exactly the same. That has like a I think a higher skill. I think they have one of the higher skill colors uh, that you have to like level up to even get. And a lot of them have the same armor. I'm like, mine looks completely different. <laughs> I'm like, the mine. I look like I'm like a, uh, you know, like the black sheep because mine's just like a crazy looking, uh, like I have that little Hello Kitty like emblem. <laughs> mine just looks ridiculous. But <laughs> so mine looks. They look like just like clones or like you know Star Wars clone soldiers. Yeah. And mine's just like some randomness out there. So it's like. No, if they're choosing to look the same, that I mean, that's that's on them. There's definitely some options in there, but yeah, it is limited. But uh, I think people are thinking they could just—they were looking at that one Halo Infinite multiplayer picture, and they're like, "Look at all that cool, sick armor! I can't unlock that in the first week or two. I'm pissed." I don't really get that. It's it's a free-to-play game. I get that people didn't want it to go free-to-play, but think about it—you don't have to pay sixty bucks to play it now. And you don't have to pay another sixty bucks for live, so they're literally saving you one hundred and twenty that you don't have to pay anymore. So, um, I mean, it is what it is. Like, but for a free multiplayer, like it's pretty dope. Like the gameplay is rock solid, um, and I don't think it's too grindy. But you know, we'll get probably get into it. But that's what I've been mm-hmm. trying to get as far as I could before that event went away. So, mm-hmm. and but, yeah, no, well said, Eric. And we will touch on that. I mean, I. I... Like I'm in between on what you're saying, but I I totally get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, 
you know, we will touch on that later on. And to all the awesome folks that have just uh, stumbled into the chat, don't forget to share this out and let everybody in the world know that TXR is live and it's great to, for you all to be here or to see some people. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Well, I think on that front, guys, let's uh, get into the first topic. And you know what? We had a bunch of sales going on. Obviously, we were talking about Black Friday. And, you know, for these sales, whether they be digital or physical, there's certainly a lot of good deals here to choose from. I've seen people picking up all kinds of different games or accessories and so on. Uh, Shockley, buddy, you know, let's have some fun here. Did you pick up anything over the, the, the weekend, like any big discounts, or did anything really catch your eye? Uh, I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I'm definitely eyeing the uh, Mafia, because I've never played any of them. Uh, Mafia Trilogy is only $29. Uh, it gets you their definitive, like, when they really went in there and, like, retouched up the first one. Dude. Um, and then the second one... <laughs> Which isn't, it wasn't a huge bump up, but it's still, still improvements from the original. It's just not like, if you were buying that only, it's, it was kind of a money grab. But thrown into this bundle for 30 bucks plus Mafia 3, I'm probably definitely going to make sure I get don't miss that <laughs> for 30 bucks. Well, to be uh, honest, I haven't played Mafia 3, but I adored <laughs> Mafia 2. And man, Mafia 1's pretty good, but man, Mafia 2, lots of personality there. I really liked it a lot. So. Mafia 3 was an excellent game. Uh, takes place in the time period just after the Vietnam War when uh, the game touches very, very heavily on uh, what it was like for um, a colored person during that during that time period. And they put a lot of effort into crafting a very well-put-together story. Um, I actually enjoyed Mafia 3. Mafia 3 was the reason why I bought that collection because I still want to play Mafia 1 and 2 because I just had so much fun with Mafia 3. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And I've been watching The Sopranos for the first time starting the past two weeks, so it's got me into that, you know, mob, <laughs> you know, thing going on right now. So, um, but, but yeah, other than that, I've been trying to eye some of the backwards compatible titles, which it's annoying that they haven't added the 70, 70-ish backwards compatible titles in the backwards compatible section. <laughs> it still says, you know, 576, but they didn't add the other ones in there. So that's kind of annoying when I just want to look them up and see if one of them got like a, a sale. Um, but I've been trying to eye some of those, but it looks like they haven't. But I'm trying to pull the trigger because they keep disappearing. Like Fear 3, you just thought, Hey, we added it. It's digital. Oh, now it's not. Yeah. Like, no warning. But So I'm like, shit, which one am I going to get some of these before they start pulling them? Like, you know, I could see the Atogi games just like, yeah, they're just obscure from software, Sega, Mashup, let's pull those off the store too. <laughs> so I'm just like wanting to get them all, but like, yeah, they're kind of expensive. Yeah, but to be not fair. not as expensive if you got the discs, but... To be fair, that is pretty annoying that they pulled some stuff. I would like to see that on, uh, you know, get rectified. Because Fear 3, I mean, you know, you announced that it would be nice for it to be put back on the store, make it a little easier. Because right now people are uh, diving through uh, bargain bins right now looking for these games. Yeah. I somehow scored it at my local game store for like 15 bucks. So I was like, sweet. Because <laughs> that bargain thing is going bins. for 90 bucks. 
Bargain bins, man. I've been having to put my Indiana Jones cap on and start like going on Google and calling every ma and pa freaking game store and their grandmother that actually sells retro games to actually try to track these things down. <laughs> yeah, try to track down that 50 cent blood on the sand that's going for like 300, 400 bucks. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I actually got my eyes out to stumble across that thing just to be like, hey, I scored a copy. Does anybody want to pay a normal price for it? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm, it's that thing's going nuts. Yeah, I need to pick up a copy of the original Fear. I have uh, Fear Two and Fear Three, but man, uh, original one's hard to find. And what what's kicking me in the nuts too is that I used to own it. I don't know why. I, why what happened to it? That shouldn't be too bad because it was a platinum hit, so it had to have sold a decent amount of copies. Yeah, it's like six bucks when I got it. Just at least it was the disc only from GameStop, but it was only six bucks. Um, so it's still pretty cheap on their website, so I think you can get it mm-hmm. pretty easily. The other two didn't sell near as much, so those are definitely going to be harder to get. Um, you're less likely to see those. But uh, other than that, I've been I've been looking at Valhalla and a few others, but just haven't decided to pull the trigger. But uh, other than that, the uh, Black Friday sale that's definitely great for. I know people are trying to downplay the a Series S. Like, oh, well, it was the only one in stock. I'm like, well, then I guess it wasn't really stupid of them not to make it. <laughs> like, people are saying, like, it was a worth, you know, what was the point of it? Like, it mm. seems easier to produce, and that's just still another console. Whether or not, you know, a lot of these people that are trying to say, oh, these kids are going to be so upset. Again, I think, uh, you know, back on the original Xbox or back in those days, like, were you like, oh, is this game 60 frames per second? Is this is this 4K? Is this, you know, uh, am I playing progressive scan 480p? No, because most of us just were using composite there. We didn't give a shit because we played on composite. And if you compare what composite is to what you could have been playing, what people in Europe were playing because they had a uh, connection called SCART that can pass through easily, uh, S-video or, you know, higher end... <laughs> When you look how bad our picture was compared to some other countries that had e- had it easier, like, there's no... <laughs> we obviously didn't really give a shit when we were kids, so I'm sure a lot of other kids today also won't give a shit. <laughs> so when their kid, when their parent gets them a $300 uh, Series S and uh, Game Pass subscription, they're going to say, okay, this, this is pretty lit. There's a ton of shit on here to play. Even new games, Scarlet Nexus, like, there's awesome shit in there. Um... So and it, and it gets more people in their ecosystem. Hey, if you can't keep PS5s in stock because scalpers are grabbing them up, and probably scalpers are starting to not grab up Series Series S's, well then guess what? That's where consumers are actually be able to get their hands on them. So if that helps, you know, grow Game Pass and their subscription, mm-hmm. like that's a win-win. I, so that's definitely good for them. Plus, it's getting like news rounds because people are going to be saying it on the news or. You know, just things in general when they're like, oh, what's this hot item? Yeah, people trying to get the yeah. PS5, but oh, there's this Series S was selling, like, you know, it's going to get buzzed because it's the only thing in stock when people need something under the tree. And they're like, oh, it is a new next-gen game. Yeah, we got you right here. It can play those next-gen games. Okay, 300 bucks. Sounds like a deal. So if, you know, <laughs> it's like in football, the best availability or best ability is availability. Like, if it's not available, then sorry. <laughs> So, I mean, it's definitely big for them to get this press and maybe get some momentum. Could you have more months where it's 
you know, the hottest item, so. Yeah. Well, in the States. well again, these chip shortages are going to be going on for a while, you know. Like... Yeah, say, say until next year now. I, I, I spoke to somebody tonight on the subject, and and it was, remember, it was supposed to be early 2022. I can't believe we're in 2022 going to. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it was like, oh, early 2022. Not today I heard, the last I heard was, uh next to 2023 you know and mm -hmm. when you're talking about new variants and all the crap that's going on uh bank on 2023 mm -hmm. but yeah. i think in this case we're gonna go in we can talk about the shortages and stuff and, and, and this whole ass thing um right is that the subject we're on right now yeah we're, we're yeah we're talking oh, about this okay so so because i don't want to uh you know sabotaging on the subject but okay so in this in this situation i think that a couple things come into play and this is this is you could take this to the bank as being true to produce an xbox series x it takes the same material to produce an xbox series x two times for one s so every s that's made you can basically have two s's made for the same silicon as one series x and uh this is the thing that xbox has been debating for a while so i know as of last month they were looking at this and it looks like they said let's make a play just what you know, Shockley was talking about and said, let's make a play. And I think they prioritized the yes. And this is a case where they basically played it right. And um, it looks like they, you know, they're, they're getting, you know, exactly what they wanted. And believe it or not, it's the Game Pass subscriber as much as the console itself that they, they they care more about the Game Pass subscriber. So if they had said, let's make 1 million uh, S Xbox Series S's instead of 500, uh, or we can make 500 X's. Now, both are going to sell out. Uh, one's going to sell out at 500, one's going to sell out at 300. But they, it seems to have made the assumption that say hey halo's out forza's out we have to have readily available xbox series s's and that's what's happened here and that's why uh and it's it seems like it paid off in gold because uh vg uh vgc reports uh from an adobe uh they i think they they basically surveyed a thousand shoppers and the most uh, sought-out item was Xbox Series S, and that includes Switch, OLED, and PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X. So they're in a position now where I think they're going to win NPD, the unit sales. They might not win the revenue, um, but I do think that it's a pretty safe bet that they, they, they're going to take, uh, at least for NPD, for the sales for Series S. And I don't think anybody expected that. I remember that guy from, uh, I think he's from VGC, Chris Dreyer, or I, I don't know his name exactly. But he was saying there's no way that Xbox can win. And I think what Xbox has done here is, is that they've 
defied the odds. They made a bet, and it paid off. And it looks like Xbox Series S is flying off the shelves, and they're in, they're in ready demand. And obviously, if you want an X, you're kind of out of luck. Um, you can still get them, but um, right now, if you want an S, you can tomorrow wake up and go to the store. And that puts Xbox in a very powerful position because the same can't be said for PlayStation 5. They're in the same situation as the X is. It's like you throw out your console and, and, and you can't meet the demand. Where S is basically meeting demand and even in some cases exceeding it. And that's a huge thing for Xbox. So I think that they played their... their, their uh, their cards right here, and and I think Phil probably is one of the guys that, uh, you know, is is right behind this because, like I said, I remember this being talked about. They that they had a big decision what what they're gonna go and how they're gonna you know uh, prioritize and what what they're gonna go with, and um, I think that that they they made the right choice and. You know, I was talking to Rand before on the phone, and and it's like. Whatever they did last gen seemed to fail or fall on its face, but it's like the exact opposite this gen already starting. Like anything that they've been doing and some of its risks, it, you know, it's coming up flying colors. And, uh, you know, I just, I really, as an Xbox fan, it's a great time. Um, it's great to see uh, all these people getting Xboxes. And listen, if you're a PlayStation 5 guy and you know, you love to play PlayStation, but you just can't get it. And then you say, hey, I like Halo, and I could see this other console. Xbox is basically taking that customer right now, and they're playing Xbox, they're playing Halo, and that's where you can start to eat away, uh, you know, at consumers. You know, there was a big gap. At one time, Xbox was, you know, the, the most popular console, and obviously... It's after the last generation getting their asses kicked so bad, it, it became not as popular. And, you know, you could even say two to one. So there's a lot of people to to take back. And I just think that uh, I actually think the shortages right now are benefiting Xbox because they can do something like this. They can prioritize a cheaper skew and they can mass, you know, they could basically, you know, uh, sell it to the masses and 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 hold demand and keep up with it because they're at the at the end of the day they're saying x xbox you know series x you're still going to be sold but you're going to be taking a back seat right now and listen how could you how could you really say they're doing the wrong thing i mean they might reevaluate at the end of the year but it looks like this holiday uh they might have locked it up or they have leased um, got themselves in the position where they're in the you know talk of winning or having the most the best holiday. Where as of uh, two months ago, it was it was like oh no, there's no way that they can do this. So uh, I just have to say they they flipped the script and they've made some really smart moves. And if the shortages continue, uh, I can honestly see why they always said that the S was going to sell. Uh, like, you know, when, when we get to the point where, when the shortages are over and, you know, we're selling console for console, the problem is, is at that point, now you, now that the console's been out there for three years, 
for two and a half years, and you're seeing a 199 Series X S out there. I mean, when you get to that price point, that's a sweet spot. Forget about it. So, um, yeah, just like I said, very positive things going on with Microsoft right now. Xbox is absolutely killing it, and I think that they're right now in the process of making up some ground. Well said, Tim. Um, Go ahead. If I can add on real quick. Um, Excuse me. I remember when many, many moons ago, I was getting people turning, looking at me sideways when I said that these shortages were going to be extreme and extremely long. Um, and that's where um, at least the products that I help distribute, distribute out into the world, they're made of steel and wood. They're not made out of precious materials and silicone uh, that are extremely harder to produce. We're talking about products that are made out of steel and wood. Before pre-pandemic, uh, the pre-pandemic, my God, uh, it took about 12 to 14 weeks to produce a unit. Right now, depending on the unit you want, it doesn't matter how much money you have in your pocket or how or how desperate you are. It could take anywhere from eight to 12 months to produce a unit. Um, that is how extreme product shortages are are in my industry. And the other problem is, now this is where I'm actually championing both Sony and Xbox for the fact that they have not raised the price of these consoles. I know everybody wants them to lower the prices eventually. I really don't know what the outlook on that is going to be because in my industry, aluminum products have soared almost 300%. Um, And a lot of these components in these um, these consoles fall into non-ferrous metals like aluminum. And I haven't seen no price jumps on these consoles, which I think is really cool. These, these companies, both Sony and Microsoft, are absorbing the cost it takes to get these next these materials because um, one of the com- one of the uh, units that we build the entire outside of the frame is covered in aluminum sheeting, and that material has become so hard to get a hold of that the minute one supplier gets used up and that supplier is like yeah we don't got no more material you move on to the next supplier and the only reason why that supplier still has materials is because they had a higher price you don't always you don't go to the guy who always has the highest price you always go to the person the lowest bidder as it's called and it that's why with some companies um i have seen almost a 60 to 70 percent increase in the in what it takes to create that model now and it's pretty crazy it's pretty bad and that's why i was always saying if you can get a hold of these consoles get them now because the 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 production was going to be completely screwed um and i love how tim dog broke it down on how that the ps5 and the xbox series x require a lot more materials in their production almost twice as much as the series s and yeah, Microsoft made one heck of a power play. And the other thing is too, Microsoft is probably definitely pulling some strings here to get these consoles into the economies as quickly as they can because um, we're talking, these, reta- these companies are paying airplanes, helicopters. They're going outside of normal means of transport across this world because the average time a piece of uh, retail material spends on the ocean is about two to three months. It, from the moment it's loaded on the boat, that it, the port where it's going to leave from to come to the United States, it takes about two to three months for that boat, for that product to reach where it needs to go to be sold. 
and it's even worse now. So definitely, I give kudos to both Sony and Xbox for trying to do everything they can to at least put something on the shelves this holiday season. Mm -hmm, well said. And the thing about Xbox 2 is over the past couple of years, this is what they've been building up for. They have this cheaper skew. Uh, again, like who would have thought we would have been in this situation, especially for the amount of time that we have. Uh, but, uh, you know, the price helps with the Series S. Game Pass as a whole, again, the barrier to entry for a huge library of games is just right there. And not only that, but you look at this, the holiday season lineup, obviously Forza Horizon 5 just got released a few weeks ago, and it is, cr like, it is doing insane numbers. It, apparently, it's one of the best-selling games for Xbox ever, from what I'm to understand. And you got one of the largest uh, gaming IP with Halo Infinite coming out in two weeks from now. So, you know, they're, they're killing it right now. They really are. Um, not to mention the games that are stacked to come next year and so on. It's just, it's amazing. Like they've really, it's a multi-pronged attack by Xbox. And like Tim was saying, you know, like, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, who would have thought that we'd be talking about Xbox like this? You know, cause the situation back, what, 2016, 17, it was, it wasn't looking very good. And now it's like, you know, we're so hopeful. We're so happy. Just, it, it's amazing to turn around. So but when I look at the Series S here, I mean, that's fantastic. It's fantastic. That's doing well. Um, and they happen to gamble correctly with, again, uh, making the cheaper skew, and it paid off. I just, I, you know, guys, it's it's funny about social media, too, right? Because I remember when the Series S was announced, you know, people were talking, oh, you know, what's Xbox doing with this uh, Series S? It's uh, so much cheaper, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's going to buy it. People were going to be completely confused. They weren't going to know what to buy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But, and let's see. Oh, we have somebody uh, joining us here. And oh, look who it is. Southbound. Hey, buddy. Uh, how you doing over there? Hey, what's going on, y'all? How's everybody been? Yeah, doing well. Doing well, buddy. It's great to have yeah. you here. What's up? Hey, hey, hey! Southie's in the in the his house. <laughs> it's a Southie good? corn. It's a Southie corn. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. You know, just thought I'd pop in, say what's up to everybody, see how everybody's doing. You know, feeling that little Xbox love. You know, for the for the holiday spirit. You know, just uh, like I said, thought I'd pop in and you know check in and see what you guys are talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're just talking about like uh, the Black Friday deals and how the Xbox Series S is killing it right now for Xbox. Apparently, it's like the like that's what everybody's been buying uh, this weekend. Uh, have you been picking up uh, anything this past week or so? Like any good sales? You know what? I honestly I haven't got any sales. I just I trip out because everybody's still like fighting to buy the 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 PlayStation and the Xbox, you know, Series X. It's crazy. They're you know you go on eBay and they're double the price, and it's a year later. What 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 the hell's going on? So yeah, I understand how the S is very very much in demand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy, man. Like the kind of sales. It's uh, really cool, really cool. Um, 
Guys, anybody have anything else to add to this? Uh, MLD buddy, uh, I don't know if you picked up anything or if you want to touch on the uh, the Series S is bl uh, blowing the competition out of the water right now. Oh, yeah, I got some thoughts on this. Well, first off, I did buy the Metro Exodus uh, with the DLC included for like $15 Canadian. That seemed to be like a really good deal to pass up. Yes. Like I, I really, I, I beat it before, but I feel like going back to it again, like with the optimizations, and it's, I'd never played the DLC before. So to anybody who hasn't played the Metro Trilogy, like this, pick up Metro Exodus. Even if you don't, you're not going to play it right away, at least just buy it so it's there for when you want to, because it, it's, a, it's a great deal right now. But uh, that said, it just it just feels like the perfect storm right now because unlike PlayStation, Xbox is also expanding into Steam and the Windows Store. And I'm sure those are doing record numbers with Age of Empires 4 and Forza and Halo being on top of the Steam charts uh, when they launch. So that that's amazing. But it the Series S outselling on Black Friday, I think above all, it just sends a message that Xbox is here to compete. And like the most unlikely of, of console SKUs, like just came out on top. How its availability, like, is, is like is a weapon that Xbox can and is using, and it, it's for everybody. Like it's for people with non 4K uh, TVs, like uh, you know core gamers who can't find a Series X or PS5 and just want in on next gen. You got the casual market that's finally starting to notice this stuff. You got parents buying it for their kids. And it's just great for Game Pass. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Like, it's just, it's just Xbox is firing on all fronts. Uh, even people on Twitter I'm noticing, like, play, like PlayStation fans, uh, like, primarily, they admit to having a Series X on the side. Like, uh, it, it, makes, it, make, it makes me smile how, like, how everyone from all, you know, all, all camps of all walks of life are, you know, they got to get Xbox in some way. And even things like the Japan... Like I'm keeping track of the Japan weekly sales. Series S is largely like you could the Xbox's weekly sales is almost on par with PS5 sales in Japan, largely due to the Series S. Like it's crazy. Like this is never this is this it's unprecedented times and we are on a roll and I love it. I cannot wait to see uh what happens in January. Hope they hope they announce some numbers. Like it's very exciting right now. Yeah, and I just love the commentary, too, on social media. It's like, oh, you know, because, again, the, you know, the, the, all the smack talk about the Series before, and now it's just like, oh, it, it, it's okay. You know, I mean, it doesn't play, you know, uh, the games at, like, the best quality, but yeah, it's okay. Oh, come on, guys. It, it The console's out there. It's available, and you can play brand-new games from your... Uh, and you have all kinds of access to games through Game Pass. Like, squ uh, quit complaining and just get on that like nah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head because it, it is available you know versus the other you know higher tier version of the consoles the s is available so you know yeah the you got the casuals the the mothers the parents you know they, they know that they can get it for this christmas or this you know black friday black monday whatever you have it so yeah like i said it's, just, it's available and is it you get the S or nothing, right. and of course the you know the the, the PlayStation fans are like oh you know there's only reason this this top in the the charts is because it's available. Well, no one tells you to buy it, right? Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, listen, for the same amount of money, somebody brought this up to me too. Uh, maybe a little bit more money, but nothing crazy. You can get an Xbox Series S. You can get 
a 43-inch 4K LCD, you know, nothing at 60 hertz, uh, uh, but still, you can get uh, a 43-inch LCD and, let's say, three months of Game Pass um, for around the same money that you can get a PlayStation 5 and a Series X. So if you're a kid and you get that and that's your room set up, I don't think you're going to complain. I don't think you're going to be like, well, it's, it's 4.2 flops. And you're going to be like, give me Halo. Let me get on Forza. Let's play, uh, you know, uh, one of these games in Game Pass. So the fact is, is that, um, like Sal said, it's readily available. And and that's what Xbox, I think, got before of this, before when they when they had to make the decision on, on allocation. You know, they they kind of like said, let's make a play for it. And Americans are just buyers in general are impulsive. If you're not going to have, if you're going out to steak dinner and, and let's say uh, a high-end steak place is, is is not available, but you still want steak, you're going to go to Outback. And I think that, you know, the same thing is, is here is, is that you have an affordable option. Hey, don't people, be hating on Outback. That's good shit no, right there. It's, it's, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but you, you know what I mean? It's like. I think people are just like screw this, screw the, screw these shortages. I want next gen, and for what it is, Xbox Series S is next gen. Um, I have one myself, and it, you know, uh, yeah, does it not play games at 4K? Yeah, that that it doesn't do that. But the the, the SSD, the way it plays, backwards compatibility, all the things, the quick resume. All the things that you have there, Timmy. Timmy, don't forget the cloud, the cloud gaming. Cloud, yeah, the cloud gaming. Uh, yeah, Xbox just—they're hitting on all cylinders, like like we we both said, and we all said, and it's nice to see. Just because, uh, you know, South. I know, you know, we go way back last gen. It seemed like everything that they did and they tried. They got kicked in the teeth for everything. Everything. There wasn't one big real like moment where you felt good like about the it was always something like you know it was always this or that and now it just is like if you're trying to put down and <laughs> hey, when you think about it xbox is kind of like captain america getting beat the hell out of him but he keeps getting up i could do this all, all day yeah, yeah but you know they they've come back a long way and Man, I, like if they get through twenty twenty two, and I think that they'll do very well in twenty two twenty two, and then you get to twenty twenty three, and then the games, the game faucet, will be turned on to a to a point where I don't think uh, we've ever seen, you know. Um, and I think that that's really uh, when a lot of you know, I, I think that's you know, I just think this gen is looking very very up for Xbox and. Uh, it's just nice to see, just because of all the negativity and all the shit that it, they took last gen. It just seems like everything's flipped around, and and uh, they can't do any wrong, or or they're doing things, and and it's and it's turning up gold. Mm -hmm. I just want to also add the fact that a Series S can play Flight Simulator is is nothing less than than a miracle. Like hmm. it, that it's game crazy, is so yeah. demanding. Oh it's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, considering how many discs that's uh, those types of games usually take. Oh yeah, that is crazy. Uh, and just the amount of 
information being passed on on the servers yeah it just it, it's a monumental game and the system for it to be able to handle that you know that's again uh microsoft was just really smart the way that they went about the consoles and uh you know they didn't screw around and they're they're playing they're playing hardball this this generation i'm really happy to see them being competitive it's awesome and you look where they are now it's paying off um but yeah, guys, I mean, either way, this is healthy, it's good, and I'm glad to see that, again, Xbox is uh, going strong in the holiday season. And hey, once Halo Infinite finally releases the campaign portion and whatnot, it's going to get insane. I would love to read the uh, the NDP data for, uh, or MPD data for December when that arrives. Uh, anyways, actually, you know what, since we're talking about Halo, uh, let's move on to some specific Halo talk. And I gotta say, I'm excited. I mean, we're about, what, two weeks away or so from Halo Infinite's launch. And it's officially gone gold, so, you know, everything is basically good to go on that front. But as of right now, we're busy playing through the multiplayer beta. I'm enjoying it myself, but I'll admit I have some gripes with it. However, as of right now, a lot of people are on board with this title. A ton of people are enjoying it. Uh, it's shooting up the most played chart on Xbox, beating the likes of, like, Fortnite and Warzone, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Tim Bud, it's rare these days that a game can beat out those, like, heavy hitters. What do you think of the huge rise in the popularity? I think Halo's back, and, uh, I think they, uh, you know, we always knew Halo had this potential. Um, because of obviously uh, what Halo's done throughout, you know, it, you know when it, it's been, you know, uh, since it came out on OG Xbox, Halo Combat, Combat Evolved. But you know, when it, what, I always felt that it had this power. I think that a lot of people here always felt it. Um, but I think uh, now it's just becoming a realization. Uh, and let's let's be honest. Progression aside, and the the, the obvious complaints that that people are, are lobbying at it, which are i believe fair the game itself is it's a 10 of 10 i mean it's just when you play it it's you're you're drawn in and i'm not a multiplayer guy but when i turn on my xbox that's the first thing i'm playing not forza not anything else it's the first thing i'm playing because the game experience that you get the gameplay that you get is it's every time you play I'm, it's deeply rewarding or it's like oh my god it's crazy now aside from the stuff like we talked about the progression and and the and the, the knocks against it which all can be fixed by the way and mm -hmm. it's kind of annoying to me i don't really want to go to rant about that but i kind of feel like that's three four three's fault and if they don't fix it that's on them but aside from that um and you know uh the you know hardcore that goes in on that stuff people love this game and i don't see it stopping i mean i think december 8th you're gonna see a lot of records being broken uh, a lot of players i mean it's 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 consistently the top three game played on steam and that's just one platform uh you ha you gotta realize that you can play it on pc windows or you can play it on xbox it's number one, like you said, on Xbox being Fortnite and all these games. It's an absolute monster, and uh, and I, and I and I and I have to agree with the way that they kind of like they did this January, this November fifteenth deal. 
I, I think that they set themselves up where if they, if there was if 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 there was if it wasn't released yet, I think there'd be a lot of anticipation and 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 people would be chomping at the bit. And I think that they would be looking at certain things differently, like Metacritic, versus to where it is now. I think that it already has solidified itself as a really fun game, and that's not going to go away no matter what. So when it launches, I believe it's going to be a huge launch, and I think that uh, it's going to break records, and and, um, I do think it's going to be like the most played game on Xbox, uh, or at least in the top five for a really long time and you know uh i remember when halo 5 came out and the multiplayer was great but those numbers started to dip i don't see that with this i see that they've gotten so much numbers and they've gotten that with a lot of things wrong with it or you know annoying with it or uh not fun about it like the progression and the way that they handle things and the way you can't get xp for for being the best player on the map, things that, that they can obviously fix, that when they get it right, and it's going to come, I do think, because I do think that they're in the process of doing that, that this game is just going to just, it's just going to mow people down. Like, it's just going to mow other games down. I mean, this is what you're going to be playing for a long time. Like, I think the Halo multiplayer is going to be played for a long time. And uh, I think the campaign will be good, and I think everything, I think it's going to be, uh, it's huge, but you know we all knew that Halo was, you know, that name, and and I think now it's just proving itself. It's kind of just rebirthed itself, and it's again, you know, positive Xbox podcast. But you know, it's just really nice to see because I heard by so many people that three four three sucked, and that they shouldn't be making this the game, and that they'll never do this. Um, I think that they. Despite uh, the rocky development and everything that went on for it, I think that they have Xbox happy, and uh, you know they'll, they're you know they're in position to really have this game you know be played for the next whatever they say they say ten years. Let's say it's even five years. Even if it's five years, if they do that, that's a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I totally agree, Tim. Like this, the gameplay is phenomenal with the multiplayer. I'm enjoying every part of it, whether it be you know just the uh, the gunfights or uh, using the vehicles. I think the maps are for the most part pretty fantastic. I'm having a lot of fun. Some of the most fun I've had since maybe Halo Three, you know, and that that was like my heyday in Halo. So that goes back a long, long time. But uh, again, there are some gripes that I think there's, you know, people are, you know, do have the right to complain to 343 about. Uh, the XP situation, they gotta fix it. I mean, I, I know some people on the panel are gonna have a different opinion on it, but I just, I, I don't know, to me, I'm, I'm taking a little while to uh, to level up. Uh, I don't know, it's kind of annoying, personally. I would like to earn some XP for different things uh, that i do in a game and so on so i i think we could be rewarded a little more that way that and in my opinion they gotta do something about the cores like the armor like the uh the cores when they're attached to like the colors and so on because the customization is a little bit limited especially like when you see i don't know if you, anybody's had like a bot match and whatnot but 
you see like the bots they're able to like mix and match like the different cores and the colors and so on and that's what's really ticking people off so i really hope that they get that adjusted um at the same time guys don't get on like you know start harassing 343 and sending like negative comments i understand the frustration going on i'm kind of confused with a few things as well but you know speak to them civilly you know don't go you know screeching at them they are listening they are can i, can I say something real quick yeah though? go ahead go ahead bud well, well remember this is still the beta exactly it's, exactly it's, it's not the full game it's the beta so you know yeah people are going to complain and a lot of people are going to be unhappy some people are going to be you know it's like with every game i i think my biggest gripe and it doesn't even have anything to do with the game it was the time that they brought out the beta Forza Horizon just barely came out. They didn't even give themselves a chance to let yeah. that sink in, and then boom, here you go, Halo, be Halo Beta. I, I thought that was kind. Of, it kind of threw me for a loop. Like, why would you, like, literally a week later, bring out, you know, arguably the biggest game, you know, in their in their history, you know, instead of riding the wave that that Forza was was on. They were just bragging how it was the biggest, you know, release they've ever had. You know, everybody was happy, you know, Mexico, you know, and and then all of a sudden, here we go, next week, Halo. I, I didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. I think it was to combat uh, Battlefield and Call of Duty missteps. Like, they had a very small window. I mean, this is just my my theory. The window to, the window to like, counter that was so small, I feel like the beta was perfectly timed. And now... You got a lot of Battlefield people playing Halo now. Call of Duty numbers are dropping year over year. Halo capitalized on their mistakes and now is benefiting from it. But I totally see what you mean. I mean, I'm bouncing back and forth between Forza and Halo. But yeah, 100%, if, I, if Halo didn't come out, the beta didn't come out, I'd probably be playing more Forza. So I do see what you're saying too. I guess it's a double-edged sword. Right. And yeah. it, it wasn't just on a whim, obviously. They 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 had thought about this for months and months and months ahead of time. So yeah, you know, like I said, I, me personally, I would let the let Forza, you know, have its shine for you know at least three three weeks to a month. But you know, I, yeah, you make a good point. You know, Call of Duty it, it's definitely not what it used to be. Mm -hmm. I I don't personally I don't play it anymore. I haven't played. It, I haven't bought it the last couple of years. It's just. You know, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and then oh, okay, there's zombies. You know, it just to me, it just got so repetitive and blase. I I gave up. Mm, that's true. And these games too, like uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield, like they're getting a lot of flack now for just not being in a you know a proper release day form with all kinds of different. You know, we see it all online, all all through social media. You know, different people making fun of different things and. Uh, you know, just people complaining about the content that comes with the game and then stuff not being ready. I mean, obviously some things with Halo won't be ready, but at least the, the again, the campaign and the multiplayer is there, like, key components. You know, Call of Duty, yeah, I don't know. It's not looking too good. And then Battlefield is looking like a, uh, you know, like a glitch fest, a bug fest, and people are complaining about the content there as well. And even uh, Battlefield, they had, uh, like, an extra year of development time, and they seem it seems to have less content than Battlefield 5, for crying out loud. So it's odd, man. We're in odd times. Remember when Call of Duty was the big king on block, and everyone yeah. was just scared to even, even – they were scared to even open up in the same month as Call of Duty. Now everyone's like, all right, yeah, you know go ahead, call. Go ahead, COD. Come out. We, we, we got some, yeah. you know. Uh, Ubisoft is not afraid. You know, obviously Microsoft's not afraid. You know, just Call of Duty is not what it used to be. 
you know what? And, and it's funny that you say that because it is true. Uh, but that was kind of lingering this year. Like I remember saying that I think Halo is going to kind of hit uh, Call of Duty on a time where it's you know lukewarm received or you know listen Call of Duty's been how big has it been for how long? Well, um, we're talking fifteen years. You know, I yeah. I, maybe, I I think it really got watered down when they opened up the third. Uh, team development team, you know, to keep it on a cycle. Right. If if they would have kept it at two and then they skipped a year, I think yeah. it would have been more fresh. Agreed. You know, where they had better they need, ideas. They need, they need, they need like a, they need to. Uh, they needed Assassin's Creed hold. Remember when yeah. Assassin's Creed was yes. getting real repetitive? And everyone yes. was like, ah, you know, I got it. And you, what happened to it? You know, they, they don't pay off the lore. And, you know, because a lot of people like the lore of, mm-hmm. of Assassin's Creed. When it started skipping that, yeah, then people right. were complaining. So it was the same thing with, like, the, the zombies, you know, in Call of Duty. They're not as thought out and, and fun, frankly, as it used to be. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's it, Call of Duty had its, a huge run, and I don't think it's going to go away. They just oh, need definitely. to re- readjust. Uh, but Battlefield, man, they're, I, they're, they're, they're clowning that game now. Like, I saw Farming Simulator was, like, had more active players than it. And uh, now just that game just came out. But, you know, uh, you know, like, it looks like Halo is really has the platform to itself. And um, they hit it right. And again, like I said, this was type of stuff that would happen the opposite, you know, whether it be, you know, Sunset Overdrive, you know, releasing and it got, uh, I think Fallout was the game that destroyed it. Some game that destroyed it in the same week. Uh, like this, you know, Xbox has been getting a little bit of luck here. And, uh, you know, I, I bought Vanguard and I bought Battlefield, but man, I haven't even installed it. I'm at the point where I just, if I can get a couple of hours when I have free time to play Halo, I'm happy. And that, you know, and I hate to say it, I'm that's a million people. Like millions of people are like that. They only play one game, and at the moment, you know what I mean. Like they they extend either. I remember you, South, you used to play Destiny all the time. Oh yeah. So, you know, and and I feel like Halo has that has that grip, or it's going to get that grip. Obviously, like you said, it's still in the beta. So we, we are being a little bit harsh, I do think, and I do think that when the beta, when it comes out of beta, I do think that they could really fix some of the stuff that people are complaining about very easily. Just be, you just be, you know, be be uh, generous. <laughs> this Halo has has the opportunity to be the biggest Halo ever, and yeah. that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. Game Pass, you know, is obviously going to help it, but right. yeah, Halo is just gonna, it, yes, Halo is just going to kill it. Bar none. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as far as another complaint that's lobbying on it, I don't give a shit about cosmetics. Listen, yeah, is it cool? It doesn't look good. But I don't care if their storefront is, is stupidly priced. Should it be cheaper? Yeah, I always disagree with pricing on the storefronts of, of, of free-to-play games. They're always absurd. But, you know, listen, if, if as long as you're not better than me, because you buy something, I have zero problem with cosmetics, and you know, I just think that people these days are so hung up on, you know, uh, like visual perks or whatever that that they get so crazy about the stuff. I mean, I, I had this one guy, uh, a friend of mine on Twitter, he's like, "Halo's dead to me, a thousand dollars for the whole thing." 
you know, I'm like, but I'm like, bro, it's cosmetics. I'm like, he's like, I just hate that they would do this and that. And like, he's actively hating the game. You don't, because... you don't have to buy it if you don't want no. to. That's just, you know, that's it, an option. You but know, like, you get the game like basically like for free. They act like it's life or death if I have some samurai armor and you don't. Like the, you know, they, some people are gonna complain regardless. You know that, Timmy. How long? Yeah. How long we've been be, be, banging the Xbox chest for for years? Yeah. Oh. And no, you know, and saying. we, and, I mean, we we've got our teeth kicked in more than one time. You yeah. know, and and yeah. it's like people are gonna complain just to complain. Yeah. You're, right. You're right. But the, the gameplay think, will will speak for itself. Yeah. And, and I like I said, it's gonna kill it. I think that that's what's happening is that, yeah, we have all these complaints and everyone's saying they hate it and this and that, but you look at the numbers and you're like, holy shit, it's 160,000 again on Steam. It's, you know, this is just one platform. It's the top rated, top played game on Xbox, beating Fortnite and Apex Legends and all these other games that, you know, that you would never think that would happen. And the game hasn't even released yet. You know, there's going to be an influx of people that buy the game just for the, you know, campaign that are going to be like, hey, I want to play the, a multiplayer. That's going to be another, you know, uh, you know, flush of players that are going to hit it. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, just crazy times right now. Um, and, and Halo's back, man. It's, it's back. And hopefully Call of Duty and Battlefields, they... As South said, just take a break, man. I mean, just one year or two years, gamers will be freaking. Imagine not having Call of Duty for two years and it's coming out and 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 say twenty twenty three, if holiday twenty twenty three, people would be going nuts. Well, it's it's the old adage, you know, give you give them something to to like care about and and to yearn Bonds for heart, right? yeah 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 exactly you know you know what they say uh what was the fondness of whatever so yeah, i remember um, i remember going through that with girls back in the day when yeah, like you go through a breakup right. and all of a sudden yeah, it's like yeah, hey remember yeah. bro absence makes the heart fonder there you go that's the that's the <laughs> prayers i'm looking for thanks for the save <laughs> oh man no and you guys make some great points and i think halo like again halo's gonna kick ass this uh you know in a like it's already kicking ass, really. But like, imagine when the campaign drops. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, there has been a lot of flack, and you know, I, I agree. Like the gameplay speaks for itself; it's awesome. I just, yeah, there are a few things I would like to know. Like again, like there's no okay with the progression system. There, you know, there's no ranking system, and I wish that like, you know, we could get XP for a few things. There is a ranking on the ranked, like it's ranking me. Well, well it's ranking you in a tier. Like of like how what what's your level of like what group you're in as far as like skill? Yeah, true. But oh, they right. but even like they have like like social ones back in the day too, right? So like social yeah. rates and so on. It just again, I'm just curious about a few things. I'm like, but again, guys, it's still technically in a multiplayer beta, so I will give them the benefit of the doubt and give them time. Like there might be you know there might be a few things on December eighth that we don't know about and so on and new additions and hopefully they get some new uh game types and so on i you know just there's a lot more there like zombies for example you know infection now i like to see that and a few other added modes um let's see uh, a couple of people have been quiet here centurion buddy uh chime in what uh you know again halo's uh pretty damn popular i mean uh do you think it's gonna keep it up 
I really do think it's gonna. The hype is gonna stay up for it. We're gonna see more people uh, definitely start playing the game uh, when the campaign comes out. Uh, that's just gonna reinvigorate all the hype once again at the beginning of December here on the eighth. Um, I can understand people's gripes about the grind. I've even I've even thought a little bit uh, about like when I've played the game here and there, going, man, I'm only a level two. This is like definitely. Uh, they make you earn every little piece of armor, but at the end of the day, I remember when playing Halo 3 back in the day, it wasn't about the grind for skins and the the coloring, whatever they're called. Uh, forgive me, I, the name slips me right now. But I remember on Halo 3, it was more about just achieving the rank honestly of like i remember those little medals where you'd start off like as a private private second class then you'd get into being a sergeant then you'd get into lieutenant and then after a while you'd start getting into stars that was honestly the only grind i could think of that was in halo 3 um it's, it's their version of the prestige you know from call of duty that's all it is yeah and that's where i'm not gonna fault 343 for doing what is common practice in especially in free to play games. I don't have the numbers on Fortnite, but I'm pretty sure to buy all the content in Fortnite since it first came out is pretty damn expensive. Um same with Call of Duty, they're always releasing some kind of content pack for weapon skins and little charms to hang on your gun. Um I'm going to be upfront at least Halo isn't doing the charm thing. I always thought the charm thing was a little funny because it's like do you re when you're playing the game do you really see the charm on someone's gun? Generally it's so fast paced you don't really see that that charm is only there for the the person honestly playing that character. But with the Halo I, I with Halo I mean you're seeing people running around with all sorts of improvements to their armor, different colors, uh skins on their weapons. Um I'm just, for me, it's just f that old school Halo feel of just running amok and just mowing people down and giving them a good old fashioned uh, melee to finish the job. Um, dude, playing with 108 Dragons, I mean, Lemon, you if, play with him if you ever get the chance. That guy is whooping and hollering and just having a blast. I never had so much fun playing yeah, Halo. That, man, that man's ex ex excitement is infectious. Oh, dude, for <laughs> real. I mean, exactly. And the fact that he is such a big sport, too, because we started off with some people that haven't played Halo in a long time. Uh, some of them gave up on Halo, never even did Halo 5, really. They, they kind of gave up on 4. And so some of the players that we were playing with in this giant, the day it came out, Lemon hit me up. And by that time, we were like a full 12 people deep in a party. And we brought some people in that hadn't played Halo in a while. And we just had a good time playing against each other. I mean, there's some groups out there that you can't play competitively against with friends because they'll get pretty uh, competitive and actually start getting some negativity going but it was nothing but good fun playing with him and then we moved on to big team battles against uh the actual people in the server and i mean to hear lemon screaming at the top of his lungs going let's go that right there was a moment and uh fun times with halo that i'm i'm happy to see the king of shooters is back in my opinion Halo has definitely got itself a strong position to be um, 
pretty much the shooter of 2021 and hopefully 2022 because I, I I'm gonna be up front, man. Like I already saw Dice kind of debacle Battlefront two. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the pretty much the last game like this that DICE did. And now we've got Battlefield 2042 that isn't doing too well. I saw a GIF online that had me laugh so hard. Uh, um, it was a guy to put out. I had two copies of Battlefield 2042 on my car seat. Somebody broke into my car and left two more. Um, <laughs> that made me actually chuckle at that one. <laughs> uh, and then with... Dude, there's a lot of problems in the house of Activision alone, and everybody was already fed up with what was going on with the Call of Duty franchise. There is just an avalanche of problems that are facing Call of Duty right now. I, I'm very curious on what the future of Call of Duty is going to look like here next year. Are they going to release another title? Are they going to hold it back because in my opinion i think they've got bigger bigger issues to solve than trying to force feed another call of duty title out um definitely though when it comes to halo there is room for improvement the developers have come out on twitter saying that they are listening to player feedback it's not like they're completely walled off saying that this is what you get it is what it is they are taking everything into consideration they are planning to make adjustments um I feel like in the long run that they're going to do a very good job, and I'm totally excited for the future of what Halo has to bring. And we haven't even got to the campaign yet. The campaign, uh, I'm hoping we're going to get that main campaign, and then oh, ever so often we're going to get like a content drop to make that campaign even longer because I feel like they want the at least the, the single-player experience to be just as exciting and long-lived as the multiplayer experience. Damn, well said, Centurion. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct on that. Um, yeah, no, I'm like, I have high hopes for uh, for Halo, as I said. And damn, like, I'm always itching to get back into the multiplayer. Uh, Eric Shockley, buddy, I know that you had touched on this uh, a little bit earlier, but, uh, hey, what do you think about, like, Halo's popularity here? I mean, is this something that you think is going to be a long-term success? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, th that's the thing about the game, with, even with the complaints, is the gameplay is just top tier. Um, so, I mean... The cosmetics, uh, that's the great thing is that it, it is cosmetic-based because I remember what Battlefront, Battlefront 2 tried to do is like it was literally pay-to-win. They used loot boxes to do it, but if you you know had a bunch of money you just wanted to spend, you could have a much better shot of getting those hero people or, in, or just unlocking those upgrades that make you a way better player. Um, and same thing with like Battlefield, like they have a long grind to get to some of the good weapons that improve your skill. Um, so I, I, mean, I don't, I don't understand like the the people that are kidding. Like, so I, I get the the the, uh, the the gripes that are legit are, hey, where's why can't I just choose capture the flag? Like, why can't I just choose a certain game type? That's legitimate. Um, I'm not sure what their thought process was. Just to make it random. Um, cause it is causing some people to just like quit. Um, if, cause they're doing a challenge and one of the challenges is like play three control matches. Well, if I'm trying to complete that challenge and I start and I don't get the control 
then a lot of people are just like quitting out. Um, not a lot. But you might see like one or two people leave, but that is happening. But um, that they could definitely address. I don't know. The only thing I could see why they maybe did that was because maybe some of those playlists would be, it would take longer to fill a room. So if it's random, you're kind of forced into it. So it gets people and it matches quicker, maybe. But still probably not the right way to go about it. Um, but otherwise, the I think the, uh, the the microtransactions, I don't think the whole thing with like a thousand, but it's I don't think it's really that bad. Um, it, just because some of the cool stuff in there is free, like the samurai stuff, it's free. There is like one set of armor in the store that's like 20 bucks um but given that again you don't have to spend 120 dollars for live and for the multiplayer this time around i, I mean there is a trade-off so i get people that that's what it comes down to some people didn't want them to do free to play wanted to pay 60 bucks and then but even then you know with the whole challenge system to think like bungie wasn't going to go down this way uh, they already did it. If anyone that's played Destiny, people do this in their multiplayer. They're, they'll send you, they'll give you challenges to complete a quest, and you have to go to the Crucible to do it. And it will say, just do this. And I've gone to the Crucible and just done whatever I needed to do, not giving to a rat's ass about the object, objective, um, just so I can complete it. Because a lot of times I wasn't playing Crucible that much. Um, so, I mean, Bungie definitely would have been no stranger to this. Um, so unless they get rid of the challenges altogether, because that's one gripe of people just want XP based purely. That's the only way you're going to get around like people like not playing. I mean, people don't play the objective anyway, because a lot of times people just want to like get their KD up, even in the Halo Four days when it was just like XP based. Somebody had you know, to put out a thing did. on Twitter on how to uh, the hold the skull thing. They actually put a thing out mm -hmm. on Twitter showing people how to actually get points playing that match because people didn't understand that you had to hold the skull physically in your hands, which meant that you couldn't run around with your gun. And so people didn't want to play that objective. <laughs> it is pretty annoying even... though. Like, sorry not to intrude, but just like, it's like no, it's, it's like capture the flag. Like, I don't understand why people didn't want it. Like people love capture the flag, but when you're a flag person, you don't have a gun. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the challenges do kind of affect the gameplay, too, like how people are playing. Because, again, there's been challenges for, like, you know, get so many assists. I've seen people, you know, just not finish off their kills because they want to get assists. And it's just kind of weird. And, you know, some other things for, like, certain weapons and doing this. I'm not saying they're all bad or anything, but I do think that there needs to be tweaking. And, again, they're listening. And I hope they implement the changes, <laughs> well, reasonably soon-ish. But, like... You're right, Sean. That's Sean. a weird one. Like, you don't even have to try for assists. Most of the time, my kills yeah. are getting stolen anyway. Usually, my assists are way higher than anything else. No, and you're right. You're absolutely right. But I've seen that. I've seen that, that with my own weird. eyes. It just, it, yeah. It's just, it's weird. You're right. Um, but, but I mean, there's still good. There's still good armor that's in there that's free. Or like, I bought the premium battle pass because, like, hey, it's. I'm not paying for anything else other than. Hey, I'm just paying ten bucks for, and that's what like most of the battle passes do in these types of like free to play games. And this one doesn't expire, so I don't know. I can't. I don't play too much like Apex or some of the other ones, but I don't. I know. I guess some do expire, but I know this one obviously doesn't. So I mean, 
I get if you're not getting through it as quickly as you want to, but guess what? It doesn't go away. So you're eventually going to complete it. Like here in probably a few months, you'll be at that level 100, even if you, you know, are terrible. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I, I, there was, uh, I think, I forget his name on uh, Twitter. I think it's Gene. I forget. He's a. Oh, Gene uh, Park. He, I know. Yeah, because he was um, going through it and he was like, like, I'm not, you know, amazing, but I'm like, I'm pretty good. And I've been playing a bunch of hours and I'm not like, he was pretty far leveled up to the premium battle pass. So I don't know. He seems not having that much of an issue with it. I'm moving through it pretty quickly now that I understand with the challenges and how you can like swap out. There are certain challenges where I have to like in Fiesta for the Samurai armor, I'm going to try to swap it because it says I have to stop four killing sprees. Um, so I'm like, I've done that a couple of times. I may have done it four times, but it's that one's going to be a while probably before I stop four more. <laughs> if I just happen to get somebody that's on a killing spree and I kill them, <laughs> like I'm, it's going to be hard to seek. <laughs> um, but yeah. stuff like that, that's the great thing is they give you, as you progress, you'll get uh, a certain amount of cards that you can swap out certain challenges. So knowing how to do the challenge system, know which one's like, okay, I need to get some new ones in there because this one I'm not going to be able to do. Okay, let me complete this one that it can do. It's going to swap out some. Okay, now I got a swap card. Now I can swap out the one I don't want to attempt because it seems impossible for your skill. Right. I mean, it's it's not that hard, and the gameplay is top notch. It like, is. I've been playing ranked, and it's and if you play ranked, if you're worried about like some people not wanting to do, no, I don't see anyone in ranked just kind of dicking around, like just doing the whole like I'm gonna put my controller upside down. Those people are legit, and they're sweaty, and they will <laughs> destroy you. So you got to be really focused. But there's a lot of hardcore, a lot of people people that are. Uh, more casual like that and don't take it seriously aren't playing uh, the ranked match. They're playing Fiesta, mm -hmm. playing yeah. the big team battle or just the quick play. So, Well, I can say one thing about the, I like to play. For me, I play big team battle mostly, but I do go into ranked just every once in a while just to see the sheer level of competition. And... Um, uh, and you can also find that, like, I have cross-play enabled and everything, and, yeah, you could really see the difference in how, like, they play and stuff like that. It's it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, either way, guys... And there's a very high... There's a high skill set mm -hmm. on Halo, just in general. I mean, I saw Dr. Disrespect, I was watching him play, <laughs> and he wasn't... He usually dominates... He smashed a controller over that. Yeah, he usually dominates, but he was getting kind of handed to him. And yeah, so I heard he smashed the controller, but you know, he you, you could tell, you know, there's a high bar for Halo. Always been. Mm -hmm. Uh, he he smashed his custom Doctor Disrespect controller. That that made the the news feed that I watch. I had to read that article, and it was all due to the the aim. He, he is so. Against aim assist, it's not right. <laughs> well, but that's what he gets paid for, though, to to cause a scene, just like uh, Angry Joe. You know, it brings in viewers. You know, headlines. It is part of the shtick. Like South has a point. <laughs> he is, exactly. He is. Uh, let me tell you, 
and it sounds a hundred percent right. But he is funny to watch. I mean, you could tell. Like, I don't even know if that. Like, he's just a just in general, he's pissed off. Like, I've seen him like, you know, like smile once, but he is usually just super. Like, I I know that's part of his his actor his persona, but you know, I mean, I when when South when, when we were in L.A. Uh, I don't know if you were with us. You, you were with us till we went to lunch, and after the lunch, you you went off. I think with uh, you know uh, part of the crew, and and I and I saw him, and he's a big dude, man. Like, and he looks like he's like like he wants to smash people. I, I like honestly when I saw him, and it was ironic enough. Remember, he got in trouble because he was in E three, and they had the camera in the, in the bathroom where they, they were like bullying somebody do you guys remember that and got in a lot of trouble yeah um yeah well there's also strong strong laws against having a camera in a private space like that and he was live streaming to twitch and it basically violated multiple twitch uh uh, rules uh, along with it right and i saw him right before that and it was just funny i just i like he is just one of those guys i have to say his persona precedes him. Like he is definitely a messed up dude. Like like he he's like somebody like that's not playing with the full deck. But uh, overall, though, he's very entertaining. And uh, you know, I might not like some of the things he does and stuff like that, but I do watch him for some of the parts. But it was just funny because usually seeing him dominate, like I mean, he his crew like they just like when they play other games, they just like like they're really talented. But like with Halo, it was it was not going the way he wanted, man. And and he was he was like, oh, I just gotta get used to it, gotta get used to it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's he's he's definitely a character. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But uh, either way, guys, like Halo's looking good. I'm excited, and I, the multiplayer is just gonna continue to kick ass. I mean, sure they need some tweaks, but either way, I'm totally pumped, and it looks like a majority of people here are as well. So. Uh, Again, only a couple of weeks away from the official launch, and uh, yeah, it's looking pretty tight. Uh, let's see here. If guys who are uh, watching, tuning in, listening in, if you haven't already, definitely sh- uh, share this out, give it a thumbs up, and uh, hey, sub to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, moving over, you know, we were talking about Game Pass, and uh, and it seems like Xbox Game Pass isn't eating away at Xbox uh, Studios as many seem to suggest. And a few weeks ago, Xbox had Phil Spencer. You know, Phil, he's a pretty cool guy. He spoke with Axios, stating that Game Pass is absolutely sustainable. Uh, General MLD, buddy, uh, what's your thoughts on Phil's commentary? Because he really points out that Xbox isn't solely reliant on Game Pass to get by. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the uh, in the interview, he says it's sustainable at least three different times. I feel like... He's plugged into what the community is saying on social media, and he's just putting out those false narratives and the haters that just want to see Game Pass fail. Because, like, I'm looking at this interview right now. He says, absolutely, Game Pass is, is sustainable. Then he goes on and say, it's very, very sustainable right now, and it continues to grow. <laughs> I mean, I can go on here, but it's like, let's say game pass wasn't some um let's say game pass uh wasn't by itself i mean okay, my, my point is you got the whole ecosystem support supporting it but it, in addition to that it's also by itself sustainable which i think a lot of people wanted to know and now they do know that 
Because you got what? You got sales from the Windows Store. You got sales from Steam. You got sales from Xbox. Uh, you even got like evergreen uh, titles like Minecraft pulling in, pulling in revenue. Whatever money Game Pass was losing, I feel like the rest of the ecosystem picked up the slack. But I feel like it's at a point now where the subs, the subscriber count, that those $1 deals are fading away. People are paying full price now. Like, I used to be a $1 subscriber, but those deals are, they don't last. Eventually, I'm paying, hey, I'm being charged full price every month. I feel like enough time has gone by. Game Pass has been out for what, four years now, give or take? And I feel like there's really some genuine, genuine momentum now that it brings in the revenue that it can uh, sustain its own deals. Like all the games Game Pass gets, like it's crazy. Like uh, so many indie games, especially. I wouldn't be surprised if these. I remember deals... back in the days when everybody was hating yeah. against it, and it, oh, you can't be the Netflix of games. Oh, it'll never last. It'll oh, never man. last. And and they doubled down on it. And now look at it. Now everybody wants to copy it. You know, exactly. Amazon oh. tried it, and what happened with them? They fell by the wayside. <laughs> Sony, you you hear rumors that they're gonna do it. You know, and and you, you catch all these ponies, you know, on their back, on their back heels, like, oh, but but um, but this um, but that. And it's like, oh, come on, man, you guys really wanted to argue tooth and nail. Now what? Now what you got? Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious. Game Pass is killing it. In the beginning, like, yeah, you had some things here and there, like, oh, here, here's Sea of Thieves Day One. Oh, here's Outer Worlds, Gears of War Five, Forza Horizon Four. But there wasn't a lot of in-between stuff. But now there's, it's like every week, every month, a half month. We're getting so many games. Like, I, I, I would not be surprised if they use this subscriber revenue and reinvest it back into the, into the industry. To, to, it's, like this, it's like this wheel. It just keeps turning on its own momentum. And, I feel, and it's just only getting better. I feel like, what, with Halo Infinite, Forza, Age of Empires 4, they don't really... I, I am actually very curious how good, uh, how much adopted Game Pass on PC is. I really wish they could give us some numbers on that. Maybe they will Maybe they will in January, but I feel like it's slowly but surely gaining steam on, on the PC uh, platform. And that, that that's just where it's really going to take off. That's just their biggest untapped potential. But finally, I mean, the haters, they want to see Game Pass fail. And I'm glad Phil Spencer repeatedly because again repetition is key you got to keep hammering the the truth in their faces until they stop these these bad narratives game pass is sustainable as it is right now and it's only going to go uphill from here especially with all the xbox is going this holiday so <laughs> they cannot repeat it enough you know what preach the, it brother preach you it you know what the real reason why games uh game pass is sustainable you're gonna say gamestop huh <laughs> no, Game Pass. <laughs> Be honest. And the reason is because Microsoft says so. And what I mean when I say that is, is that we talk about all the people at, at, at Microsoft, are they losing money? Are all these studios losing money? Trust me, once you work for Microsoft, you are, you are paid well. You are paid in, in a lot of things like stock. So don't worry about the developers their paychecks unless they start complaining and i've heard they, zero... even, they even get moving fees if they live out of state or out of you know yeah. out of the area and that's the thing was that when you become a, a an xbox developer or whatever and you work for xbox you become a microsoft employee so there's a lot of perks to it but the point being is is that really the only people affected by this or or uh, about sustainability is xbox itself 
And if they're footing the bill, it really doesn't really matter. We just play the games. And obviously you could see what they're building here. That's sustainable. What game? What gaming hey, they hey Timmy, remember when they were saying that that uh, Microsoft was going to sell Xbox to to Sony or uh, yeah, Apple, was, was, Amazon? Yeah, remember all those Amazon, rumors that you yeah. hear? This was like what seven, seven, six, seven years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. but but Microsoft fact- Microsoft wants to just divest themselves of Xbox. Yeah, they're not making any money. They're not selling anything. Look what happens now. It makes yeah. me laugh. It it, it is it's, it's, it's a stock turnaround. But the mm. fact is is that. Game Pass has always been a long-term play, and it's looking like it's going to be a real lucrative long-term play for them. Um, Plus, they can always just go back to the way things were. So they're not going to like, hey, we're going to close Xbox because our idea didn't work out. No, they own Bethesda. They're going to be one of the biggest publishers there is in the gaming industry. They could just lock it down, Xbox and PC. You want to play the next Skyrim or Elder Scrolls? Cool. Either you got the rig to do it, or you're gonna buy an Xbox. That's a huge incentive. They can, they'll be okay. But I just go. I just think the fact of the matter is, is that the people who say Game Pass isn't sustainable are people that aren't playing it and they want it to fail because they don't like, for whatever reason, the industry taking that turn. The the end of the, the. at the end of the day, Sony's Sony's in the process right now of building their own Game Pass. You'll hear about it next year. So that's all you need to hear. That's all you need to say. And when they come out with their idea, and if it mimics Xbox, it's going to be so funny to see these people that are actively hating on it and trying to look make it fail say, oh, well, yeah, that's a great deal. I love it now. You know, God of War. You know, day one or whatever mm-hmm. this is the case is that uh, yeah, they got something. They have something really good with Game Pass, and it's probably uh, the number one reason why I think Xbox has gotten to where it's gotten at this point right now. Because without that, I don't. I felt like Xbox didn't have. Uh, 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 they didn't have a, a focus. They didn't have a mission statement, and with Game Pass, I think that that. That fulfilled Satya's desire for a service base, uh, you know, uh, you know, a subscription type deal, and it also helped Xbox kind of get their games in check and look at themselves and say we have to provide content on a, a yearly basis, quarterly basis, a year, and you know, it, it it's it, it's a huge reason for the Xbox turnaround. In my opinion, it's the number one reason. What's also interesting is that xCloud is also tied to Game Pass. So the bigger xCloud gets is also the bigger uh, Game Pass will get. Because I think we're going to start to see some penetration in like markets like Japan, South Korea, uh, Mexico, Brazil for xCloud with like the mobile devices or even on your PC browser. I feel like yeah, that gets people into Game Pass as well, then all the better too. Because every year that service is getting more and more reliable, more stable. Like they stock their server farms with uh with Series X uh, kind of specs now, so it's a lot more smooth. Like it, it's all it's all working together. Very, it, 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 I feel like uh, it, this took years in the making, and it's finally paying off. And it's going to be years before the competition can catch up to this level that Xbox is at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
No, it's just like, again, I remember all the complaints back when, oh, you know, it's not going to be sustainable. You know, Xbox is going to make no money. And they're proving everybody wrong. In fact, all their games are doing amazingly well. Again, I was commenting earlier how, like, there's been articles about Forza Horizon 5, right? Again, launching day one into Game Pass. You would think that nobody would buy it. No, they're making bank on that game, for crying out loud. It's, uh... It's really impressive the kind of numbers they're pulling in, and I don't think they've shared their uh, Game Pass subscriber numbers recently, but, uh, you know, I, I would bet you that they've increased dramatically, especially, you know, with all the, the crap that's been going on the past uh, year or so. So... Yeah. The thing you need to worry about being sustainable was, like, Movie Pass, when it was like, hey, it's $10 a month, and you can see a movie every day. That's not sustainable, and it finally shut down. See how that works? But see, this, they already have a business. They're trying a new idea. If it don't work, they're not shutting down. It's, it's that simple. It's not hard. <laughs> no, that's right. You got that right. Um, if I could go ahead and make a comment on mm -hmm. this whole conversation. Um, so I don't really think Phil Spencer was uh, <clears throat> directly... Um, wanting to correct the narrative of people on Twitter, there was a huge narrative coming out of gaming media and also gaming executives like, you know, Sean, don't let the door hit you on the way out, Layden, coming out saying out in July that Game Pass are, uh, services like Game Pass are unsustainable due, the, due to the cost of development, claiming that releasing blockbuster titles via subscription models would require a ridiculous amount of subscribers to get a return. It's very hard to launch a $120 million game on a subscription service charging $9.99 a month. That is out of Sean Layden's mouth and we all kind of see where he's sitting. Oh, that's right at home. Um, and the funny part is um, Satya Nadala came out and said that people who subscribe to Game Pass are playing 40% more games. Subscribers are spending 50% more in the Xbox marketplace than unsubscribers. It's a win-win for Microsoft in the end because people are paying a subscription service and they're taking the money that they're saving from said service and continuing to reinvest it into the ecosystem anyways, so it's a win-win. And I love how everybody always tries to come out, well, it's unsustainable, look at Netflix! Netflix does not have a digital marketplace that they can use to find other revenues of um, of income. Like, when was the last time you were able to go on to Netflix and buy an episode of The Witcher series? You can't. The minute you pay your little subscription service, your deal with Netflix is done. That That's it. You just basically pay your subscription service, watch your movies, and leave. With Microsoft, you pay your subscription service. There's downloadable content that can go with these games that you receive a discount on. Um, some of these games, like Elder Scrolls Online, there's currencies that go with these games that you also receive a discount on. Um, there's other games in the marketplace that are not part of Game Pass that people play, uh, like look at Guardians of the Galaxy. I just bought that, not in Game Pass. Um, it, it There is multiple avenues for Microsoft to actually be able to re, um, to recover some of the money that they have put into Game Pass. But Micro but Phil Spencer did come out and say that it, it, they're not spending all this um, like outrageous amount of money to get to some magical golden pot of gold at the end of a rainbow for Game Pass. He, like I like what General MLD said. 
Phil Spencer said that Game Pass is sustainable multiple times. He's trying to correct the narrative that the gaming media is trying to push because for some reason, everybody gets up in arms like, oh my God, the devs, what about the devs? If the devs were not able to feed their families, they'd let us know. Everybody goes on social media and airs their grievances. Trust me, if there was problems with Game Pass, I'm pretty sure we'd see something. Mm-hmm. Just going to say an example here. I mean, we all think Starfield next year is going to be a very, very ambitious game. Oh, now, yeah. to Sean Layden, that won't, won't it wouldn't be sustainable putting a game of that costly magnitude on Game Pass. But I can I can see it right now. It's going to be just fine. It's sure it's going to increase Game Pass subs. It'll get people in the service for the first time. But again, it's that's not the primary source of revenue. It's going to be bought on the Windows Store. I think on Steam alone, it's going to sell so much, it's going to profit on Steam alone. Never mind Game Pass. So I think, yeah, it's just, I think that's what sets uh, them apart is that they're willing to put the games day one on other platforms, whereas PlayStation, they're a little bit uh, scared of that. Like they want to put on console first, wait a few years, then put on uh, on PC. That's the difference. The fact that Xbox is doing day one is making the whole ecosystem sustainable because of its choice and options of how to consume your games. So, so I see PlayStation or Sony actually doing something bigger with their version of Game Pass because Sony has something to offer the consumer base that Microsoft cannot and let's just accept it, Sony owns uh, Sony Pictures, which is a really, really big uh, entertainment, movie, and television production company. If they were to create a product like Game Pass where you would get probably some games day and date, I don't know how hardcore they'd go on that. Hopefully they kind of try to match Microsoft. But they also have the ability to offer movies like HBO Max status in a subscription service that would be delivered to your console. Um, and we're talking day and date movies like out of the theaters, just like HBO Max. I just went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. People don't realize this, but Sony actually owns a fair amount of the... They bought Columbia Pictures. So they own the, um, the IP of Ghostbusters. That is under the Sony flag. I would totally be invested into a Sony Game Pass style subscription service because they would probably more than likely not only offer games, but they're also going to be able to offer movies and entertainment, something that completely sets them apart from what Microsoft can offer their consumers. Which is ironic because that's what people hated about Xbox One, not prioritizing games. So. Oh. We're gonna dude, see the uh, we, uh, dude, the narrative over at Sony is I've noticed with games lately with Sony is for you to have Sony's attention, your game needs to have relevancy either in the movie or television industry or at least some form of entertainment like comic books or pop culture. That seems to be like like when we went to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife, the first preview right off the rip, Uncharted. I'm dead serious. That I mean, like, and not only that, but the same actor who plays Spider-Man for the Sony movies is also playing Drake in the Uncharted movies. So he seems to be very comfortable over at Sony Pictures making multiple movies for them. Mike, they are totally focused on movies and entertainment over at Sony. It's just really funny that people haven't really picked up on this yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, well said, fellas. Well said. I mean, either way, guys, I mean, 
we can tell with our very own eyes at Xbox, like Game Pass is doing very well. It's sustainable. Uh, like many of you said, Phil's come out and just repeated it, trying to take out the narratives. Again, and it's not the only option out there. There's all kinds of different options for you. You can buy a game. You can. It's not like a big deal. Like It's just, again, it's another avenue for people. Um, I'm assuming a lot of them are going to be picked up with the, all the Xbox Series S's that just got bought through the holiday season. But uh, I don't know. I see it as a good thing, and I look forward to what else is to come to the service and whether you know, other perks that come to it. Um, okay, guys, let's uh, move on to, uh, like, last topic for tonight, and let's talk about the uh, hardware improvements that will be coming to Xbox Series consoles. Uh, speaking with our friends over at the Iron Lords, uh, Xbox's Jason Ronald said that there's going to, they're going to work on the console's game DVR, which it could use some work, uh, stating that it's a priority for the near That's future. Yeah, exactly, Shockley, exactly. Um, and I'm sure a lot of us, uh, oh, we know. Uh, Centurion Pal, I know uh, you're a fellow content creator, obviously. not. I mean, content creators just don't use the DVR. A lot of people do, but, you know, content creators do t- make a lot of use of the DVR. Uh, we constantly make clips on the consoles, but uh, what are your thoughts on this? Like, what, what do you have any suggestions for that, you know, we could see improvements for the Xbox DVR? Um, we might want to start another show on this one. I don't know. I've got like a laundry list. <laughs> um, I have had a love hate relationship with the Xbox DVR for many years now. Um, especially when it came to content creation, I used to use the DVR very heavily. And then as the DVR started becoming less optimized and more unstable, like you would start a recording, um, and it would instantly say, uh, recording captured and it's supposed to record for an hour and it hadn't even been 10 seconds um the the recordings would sometimes uh fault the usb sticks or a hard drive i did have a two terabyte external hard drive hooked up to it to try to record um, like a lot of clips without having to remove it from the console there was times i would have to hook those drives and those hard drives up to my computer and repair them because there was something off with it and generally that would fix the problems for a little while and then it would come back um definitely i've heard a lot of complaints um especially from uh listening to dealer gaming shout out to him really cool guy he talks about how there's issues with the hdr and i've ran into issues with the hdr so all my recordings i don't actually have the hdr going um i will be truthful on that because the hdr for some reason it even when I plug it into Adobe, the HDR just totally bogs Adobe down. There's something up with the HDR when you record it off of the Xbox directly, which made me get an external capture card. And I haven't had really many any problems ever since I went to the external capture card, other than um, the HDCP support, which is uh, high definition capture protection. It's kind of funny. So. On my on my Series X, I do not have any apps on my Series X to watch Netflix, Vudu, TV, or movies. I don't use the Series X at all for that because when you use those apps, it engages the basically the copyright protection so that way you can't record digital movies and start making your own DVDs and Blu-rays and fun stuff like that. 
um, and it it literally stays on. It you have to restart the console, or you have to do this weird thing because on PlayStation, the HDCP uh, toggle is like literally a checkbox. You go into the settings and you can turn it off and on. If you turn it off, it disables all the apps to watch television and movies. It lets you know that you you have to turn it back on to use those apps. And I really think that feature about the PlayStation is actually pretty cool that they allow you to do that. On the Xbox side, you have to go into your power settings. And you know how you have instant on and power saving mode? Correct. For some reason, the HDCP is tied to that toggle. So if you have your console set to instant on, you have to toggle it to power uh, to power saving mode um, to basically to get the HDCP to disengage. Or sometimes you have to flat out restart the console because when you hook a capture card up to it, you'll get this black screen that all it says is four letters, HDCP, and it drives me nuts. Um, I just really wish they would make it a little bit more user-friendly, um, kind of... I hate to say it, I don't want them to copy PlayStation, but we're talking about a toggle here. I don't really see how that'd be a copy. It would just be more like making the feature more accessible to turn it off and on. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, I, I'm glad to hear, especially listening to the, the Iron Lords podcast and hearing the executive over there saying that they're making this a priority. If you want to really see more improvements faster, be part of the insider ring. Um, and that's where they're releasing some of these improvements right now to kind of test the waters as it is before they get put out into the public. But I'm glad to see that they're really wanting to focus on this. And at this point, I'm hoping that remember the uh, my God, it's been so long. I can't even remember what it was called. It's like micro um, studio um, something studio. Oh, upload studio. Upload Studio. There we go. See, I never got to go use Upload Studio because by the time I started doing content creation, I was told to stay away from Upload Studio because yeah. it's an unoptimized mess. Um, I I really do hope that with them redoing the DVR, that they're gonna start doing stuff like with Upload Studio again, and really making it to where a lot of people, whether they're streamers content creators or even casuals that just like to kind of to you know show their gameplay on channels that they like to do because i mean it seems to be something that people do as a hobby that they just want to show their gameplay i I, it's gonna i hope they make it extremely user-friendly on that level to really make the xbox console um kind of like a well-rounded machine I mean, one thought, you know, we talked about this a couple of months ago when Xbox announced that they had bought uh, the video editor ClipChamp. Uh, I know that it's more for a PC, but I would love to see a lot of the tools moved over from ClipChamp and just have them like on the like you could maybe you could use the like uh, use it on the Xbox. I think that that would be fantastic. I mean it would be leaps and bounds over what we had before personally and just be able to upload it to different again social networks as well um but yeah like stuff like upload studio was really glitchy and unoptimized it didn't support it very much um and then yeah with uh, the xbox series consoles even with just uh simple recordings you can't record like 
uh, like maybe I think it's up to a minute if I'm not mistaken of video or I think you can I think you can change the settings a little bit on that you can do a minute at 4k 30, uh, 4k standard mm. I think if you go to 4k HDR it only does like 30 seconds but with a USB stick you can do up to an hour mm. okay okay yeah, I just it's, sometimes it's hard to keep up on the technicalities of that, but uh, I mean, again, better editing, editing tools would be fantastic. I just I'm happy that they're working on it because, you know, that is something that uh, PlayStation does do well. I mean, uh, you know, with just the ease of you know the uploads and uh, you know it's some better quality in that way. Uh, so that was just something that surprised me with when the console launched, especially being in such a digital age, right, Centurion that. Uh, you know that it would be in the state that it was but i mean overall i mean well even i thought it was unusual because the, at the time they owned mixer which was an upload pro, which is an upload platform they see the popularity of youtube they see the popularity of twitch um i i don't see why this wasn't a priority a long time ago but i guess if you really look at the grand scheme of things they had to dial in updating the consoles like we that was the first thing phil spencer did 2017 well excuse me 2016 we got the xbox one s 2017 the xbox one x uh then they started working on game pass and x cloud you could see kind of like where their priorities were like on i don't want to say bigger and better things but more relevant things and now they like I like what Jason Ronald said. They didn't have enough time in 2021 to prioritize the DVR, mm -hmm. but definitely in 2022, it's going to be on the priority list for sure. Um, and definitely with the way XCloud is getting, with more people starting to play and wanting to show off their gameplay, I feel like now is a really good time to actually start tackling this issue. Agreed. Well said. Mm -hmm. cool. And for somebody who I believe I said. They had this. I had heard that, that they had a third party working on it. I was wrong. Um, it seems like they're going to do it. And uh, if anybody can do it, that team is, is you know, the backwards compatibility team um, and their engineers and everyone is a great team to do it. So uh, looking forward to seeing what they can do. And uh, yeah, agreed. The one, if you can have one legitimate gripe. On the whole Xbox Xbox ecosystem, it, it, I, I kind of felt that the DVR was lacking. It was good at first, um, and it's you know really outdone by Sony. Does a really good job with their DVR, so um, even though it might not be the highest of quality, but I just the way they set it up, their suite, and and uh, the way it's handled is just just better. Uh, so yeah, I think that this is something that Xbox can. Uh, tackle and probably take a year or so maybe by holiday 2022 they get a fully you know obviously going to beta and, and alpha uh but yeah I, I you know it, it, i have heard a bunch of stuff about this but i i guess i got my my wires crossed because remember they had hired a company um that that did dvring and i i thought that they were with tasked with that but it wasn't it wasn't the case so uh, just good to hear that we kind of get an update because uh, you don't know how many content creators uh, come to me and like, what's up with the DVR? It doesn't work. Uh, Dealer, uh, you know, mm -hmm. he, him and um, and Colt really, you know, utilize Xbox tools and they got to the point where they were like, they used to strictly do it off of the DVR, I yeah. believe. 
and uh, they were like, "Screw this!" And they got the the Elgato, and 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 they had to abandon it because obviously the channels are booming, so you can't have you know crap. But uh, hopefully uh, they they get this going, and and I and with Jason and uh, the way they've been, I think that they'll handle it. It'll be a very good thing. <laughs> well said, Tim. Anybody else have uh, anything to add on this topic? Okay. All right. That's fair. I will also put it on the uh, home home screen. I I wish they would do that too, just so you can record it on the home screen because you can do that on PlayStation. But that's a minor gripe. Mm-hmm. No, that's a, that's a good point, Shockley. Yeah, you know, just more options that way. Um. All right, fellas. I think we're uh, ready to roll out here and start closing things off. Uh, hey, lots of fun tonight. Fun chat and uh, great energy in uh, the chat going on here too. Uh, we talked about the Black Friday deals and the Xbox Series S's success, as well Halo going gold, progression woes, and, and so on. Plus, much, much more. Definitely lots of banter. And to everyone that tuned in live, it was awesome seeing you all here. If you enjoyed uh, tonight's offerings, and hey. Drop a like, share this sucker out, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, let's move over to outros. Uh, Centurion, buddy, I'll start with you. Uh, where can everybody follow you at? Well, for those interested, you can follow me at Centurion1307 on Twitter, Xbox Live, and, of course, YouTube. You can find me every Saturday night on the Shop Podcast with the amazing gentleman over there. And you can also find me every Sunday night on the TXR Podcast with these amazing gentlemen right here. And if I also may add, small shameless plug, I have been working with a... Uh, another member of the content community and we're actually getting ready to start doing something uh, together as friends we kind of met on Twitter and like literally I never thought in a million years I would be chatting almost every single day with somebody on the other side of the world and it's a friendship that basically kind of bloomed into something bigger and me and him are just now wanting to kind of start doing some content creation together and uh, so look forward to that. We're going to start hyping that out. All right. Uh, way to get people excited, Centurion. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, moving over to Tim Dog. Buddy, hey, great talk tonight. Where can these fine folks follow you at? You can follow me, xCloud Tim Dog, on Twitter, also on Xbox. Also, you can see me or hear me on uh, podcasts Sunday nights over here at TXR, and Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. on RDX. Uh, Big fan of the show. Happy that I can make it. I'm following a lot of stuff right now with baseball. I'm a big Mets fan, and hearing that they... uh, South, are you there? Uh, I think South fell asleep. (laughs) I think so. um, Uh, No, he left the the chat. No, but uh, no, they're they're signing somebody who uh, I'm covering. I'm very passionate about uh sports too so i'm following that but a great show tonight and um yeah it should be a kick-ass uh week we'll be we'll be next week we will be uh i believe two days away from the launch mm-hmm. of halo oh, Infinite. Yeah. and i'm hearing good things December Maybe not just... well yeah what were you gonna say i was gonna say december 8th national call out from your job day yeah, you got that right. I haven't called in sick in a long time, but um, that might be the right thing to do. I'm only kidding if my boss is listening. But um, no, uh, seriously, December 8th is going to be 
I will have work, but I will come home and those will be the first thing I do. I'm going to mm-hmm. be playing that, that game for hours. But really, uh, great show tonight. Uh, my buddy South, great to hear from you again, even though you fell asleep and left. Um, good show, guys. I see you next week. Well said, Timmy. Uh, moving over, Eric Shockley, buddy. Hey, love the chat tonight as per usual. Always insightful. Where can these fine people follow you at? As always, yeah, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. But yeah, great show tonight. Great topics. Uh, one week closer to Halo Infinite's campaign. So excited for that. But yeah, good show. Mm-hmm. Well said. Uh, MLD, buddy. Hey, the general always in the house, always uh, gearing into the topics. And you did well, brother. Where can everybody follow you at? Thank you, thank you. Uh, at uh, MLD Ghost is my Twitter handle. Always uh, active there, uh, combating the narratives, uh, promoting Xbox. Uh, gamer tag is Ghost MLD. You'll see me playing uh, uh, various games, Halo, Forza, and tackle- tackling the old backlog. But it's all about just waiting until that fateful day on December 8th where uh, I think all of us will be pretty excited to play that. So, yeah, great, great show, guys. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, Southbound Left, uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Southbound110. Always great to have him show up. Great, uh, you know, passionate fella, uh, you know, going back on TXR. And, of course, I'm Invader, and to finish this off, uh, to finish off the group, uh, you can follow my content over on YouTube at Invader Gaming. Also active on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986. Good night, everyone, and, hey, we hope to see you all here next Sunday. And, yeah, I am uh, counting down the days until Halo Infinite, uh, the campaign, is just in my hands.